0: The petty squabbles of all creatures, great and small, do not concern the gods. But the bickering of celestials, of nations, of ideas, penetrate the heart of all the worlds awakened. Duty. Foolishness. Tribalism. Tools of warfare were taken, but the conflict
1: remains. Deep, within the bones of the land.
2: Okay, son, first things first. I want you to swear on the name of the Sovereign of the Sky that you're about to answer all of my questions truthfully, concealing nothing of
1: relevance. How could I swear on a name you people pretend not to know? On a wretched amalgamation of gods you refuse to separate? No, I will do no such thing.
2: Your name! Please?
1: You already know my name. Say it. Keith Lanyard. Age. Nineteen.
2: Ordinary sect. Earth. That is not what we call it here.
1: There is no difference between what you call the Spring Mother and what others simply call the Earth. They denote the same thing. Why does the name matter?
2: Occupation.
1: Has less than nothing to do with this.
2: That is up to me to determine.
1: Stay away from Atkinson. I mean that. He has nothing to do with this.
2: Occupation?
1: Blacksmith's apprentice.
2: Were you involved in the events of the night of the 15th of March?
1: I instigated them, spread the gasoline, lit the first torch, and threw it in.
2: <laughs> so, you admit that you committed an act of grave heresy against the Sovereign of the Sky, or bear witness to his name here?
1: I admit that I committed an act of reverence to Sanunus. My god.
2: You are sworn into the Mother of Spring. Sununos cannot be your god.
1: Sununos has called to me with his name. He is my god.
2: Did the half-elves tell you about him?
1: Didn't you hear what I just said? He called to me. The half-elves have nothing to do with it.
2: I heard you. And when did this happen?
1: A few weeks ago.
2: So right when they were
1: here. This has nothing to do with them.
2: I'm not so sure about that.
1: Really? Okay, let's assume it does. Let's assume they either told me about it and I'm lying to you or they manipulated me. What's their angle in convincing me to burn down the church, eh? We are the only trading partner they have left in the area.
2: As far as we know, they might have others.
1: Yeah, we have four limbs as well. Still hurts to lose one of them. I
2: ask that you take this seriously.
1: I am. You are not.
2: Very well then. What do you know about Sununos? Why did you try to, and thank whoever you will, unsuccessfully burn a church in his honour? Did he ask you to do that?
1: No, he, he didn't. He chose me, and he told me to spread his glory in the village. I knew I wouldn't be able to do that if the people here still had the other gods to turn to. So, I decided that getting rid of that possibility would help my cause.
2: Are you hearing yourself right now? Do you realise how all of this sounds?
1: Do not patronise me.
2: I'm sorry, son. You haven't earned that yet. But let me ask you something else. Why not burn the Mother of Spring's Church? Why the Sovereign of the Sky? I'm not much acquainted with the gods of old, but from what I know... Sununos seems to share more of a domain with her than with the Sovereign. What did you plan on burning every single church in this village, and just started with the one of the god who called your father to the outside world for the last
1: time? (sighs) Very well, then. I see everything has come back to this, old man. Since this all couldn't possibly be about my faith, it has to either be the Harvells manipulating me or my father leaving or... Now, hold
2: on a second.
1: No. No, you hold on and shut up and shove
2: your judgmental shit up your... Has your God been in touch with you since the incident? Has he been in... No.
1: No. No, he hasn't.
2: And what does that tell us? How did you end up... How did you become involved with this?
1: I told Glenna about the calling I received. She suggested that I had to honour the god in some way. But as we talked, I realised I wouldn't be able to do it. Not while this whole village was steeped in its faceless, meaningless worship. Ainsley was of the same opinion. So we decided to do something about it.
2: Okay. That will be
1: all. What, uh, What What happens to me now?
2: Now you wait. And now you pray. Choose whatever god you will. But don't expect intervention. They trust us to settle these matters. Come now. I swear on the name of the Sovereign of the Sky that you are about to answer all of my questions truthfully, concealing nothing of relevance. I swear. Name.
3: Ainsley Clark. Age. Nineteen.
2: Ordinary sect.
3: Sovereign of the sky.
2: Occupation. None. That was a lie.
3: I have renounced my priesthood.
2: You haven't been released from your duties yet.
3: In spirit, I have liberated myself, Father.
2: Were you in contact with the half-elven delegation that was here three weeks ago?
3: No. I spent the entire time in the church, tending to my former duties. People can vouch for that.
2: How did you decide to do what you did?
3: I imagine Keith has probably told you already.
2: Tell me again.
3: We both became disillusioned with the worship here and its shackles of shallowness and decided that getting rid of the chief church was the first step towards spiritual freedom.
2: Why did you become disillusioned?
3: Again, I would wager that he already-
2: Speak for yourself.
3: I don't remember all of the plagues. I can't say I actually remember any of them, to be honest. Even though I was in the midst of the last two. Lighting incense and praying when I wasn't assisting the healers and burying my friends and crying myself to sleep don't remember my mother, either. I don't want to remember my sister. I don't even want to remember you some days, because then I'd have to learn how to forget you when the next one hits. Ainsley. I went to Glenna a while ago about this. She comforted me as best as she could, and told me stories of the old days. I ended up asking if I could take one of the books she still has, because I was curious and thought it might help me. But I didn't pick a novel, I picked a history book, and after I finished it, I picked up another, and then another, and then another. Glenna would answer any questions I had, but I understood enough from context. Father, what is the difference between our worship of the gods and the dictatorships of old? You must know about them. Glenna said you collected these books together on your expeditions. What is the difference between a deity making you grovel at his feet for mercy and a despot controlling your every movement, or an oligarchy of each doing that? They had the same strategy. They already had power, then increased it by taking ours away from us and then instilling a cult of personality driven by fear but cloaked in love.
2: Pinsley?
3: Prove me wrong! Only now it's worse, because... We cannot reach the tyrants in their realm, and they are monsters outside of our walls. We have no heroes, and we will not have heroes, because they call all those worthy to do their bidding, like Keith's father, or you, or Glenna, and then you either die or are crippled. Or-
2: Enough. <sighs> Breathe with me, Ainsley. Breathe. Okay. Have you spoken with the High Priest about your doubts?
3: No. I don't think he'll listen. He's too devout.
2: (laughs) I think you underestimate his kindness and overestimate his purity of thought. Talk to him. You won't be the first he's seen in a similar situation, priestess or not. Okay?
3: Okay. what happens now.
2: Now we wait and see what the council will decide. I I don't really know what will happen myself. There's no real precedent for this, but... We'll see. Okay. Glenna! Glenna! Where? Glenna!
3: Hello, Colin!
2: Glenna! Come back to the village! We need to talk! What about? Keith and Aisley told me they talked with you before they started the fire at the Sovereign's Church!
3: Oh! So it was them who did that? I had no idea!
2: Don't lie to me, Glenna! We've known each other TOO long for that. What did you say to them?
3: Nothing did they did already think, Colin. I just... told them about my experience with the Gods and put things into perspective for them.
2: So, you told them how the Gods being distant and confusing and shitty is the usual thing and something they had to deal with? Something like that. Something like that? Okay. How did you explain to Keith why an old god from your shared domain would send him a vision to reach out without asking for anything in particular? Unless you... Couldn't.
3: You know their ability as well as I do.
2: Yeah, and I know your abilities. Are you calling me a fraud? Did you put that vision in his head and deliberately guide Ainsley to the history books? She told me about them. And I do remember them. Just as I remember that most of that lot we recovered wasn't history, it was comics. More likely she had gotten her hands on a graphic novel than anything else.
3: I don't know why you're trying to make me the bad guy here, Colin. Sometimes kids get reckless ideas in their heads and try to follow through on them just to see where that leads
2: them. We were the same when we were young. True, but you haven't been the same since Jamie's solo mission. Keith and the others might not have noticed that, but I know you too well, Glenna. I really don't want to argue with you, Colin. Tell me the truth. I have none to
3: offer you. The Mother of Spring certainly never told me anything of value.
2: She gave you your powers. Most of them, at least. Yeah, powers.
3: It's time for me to go, Colin. Give my regards to the kids.
2: What are you- Glenna! Glenna! Get away from that edge! I'll tell Jamie you said hi. Glenna!
0: For generations, we have been at war. Those before me have fallen to our enemies from the south. I fear our citadel will soon be taken. With the little time that remains, I consider it my honour and duty to provide a concise history of our conflict. History is often transcribed by those who are victorious, There is, of course, a chance that my work may be found and subsequently destroyed by the scriptations. But such events are not within the realm of my own choice. If whomever I am speaking to is, in fact, listening to my account, then it is by the grace of the wild and the decision of destiny. It was, indeed, the decision of destiny that lifted our people from the earth, we lay dormant, unaware of our potential, our capability, until, of course, the gods saw fit to awaken us. Rather than simply desiring, seeking, and growing, we grasped that most valuable and rare jewel of existence. Consciousness, And how that jewel shone. We cultivated systems to help achieve sustenance. We established areas of land for habitation. For the first time, we engaged with concepts of beauty, decorating our own appearance. There were hard seasons, of course, but the offspring of our ancestors returned from the cold desolation. At some point within our varied history and the growth of our people we reached the first border of our lands. Here our own advances were met with those of Scripture. For a time these interactions remained peaceful. Rumours exist amongst historians that crossbreeding was even attempted. However, as time passed It was noted that more and more of the scriptations seemed to inhabit the shared land. I must stress that, at this point, there was no aggression between our peoples. It was, rather, an unspoken understanding. They outnumbered us. And that simple fact had its implications. Records have been lost to time. We are unaware if this action was taken voluntarily or under threat, but my people, the Perennis, fled the shared settlement. This has been pinpointed by many as when the conflict truly began. I, once more, wish to reaffirm that no conflict, as of yet, existed. We left, and Scripta expanded its borders. This forward push occurred for several more generations. That is, until they reached our first city. Their choice of aggression was unexpected. Rather than attack the vulnerable settlement, they cut off our supply of sustenance, instead gorging themselves. We weakened. No offspring grew that year. The city became theirs. It was to this act of aggression we responded with our own. I am ashamed to say we emulated their tactics, choking the life from their settlements. We even began direct conflict. This push, back and forth, continued on and on and on. Of course, I would be discrediting both our peoples if I did not recognise the times of peace that existed, somewhere in between. Our people are vastly spread throughout our world, and in the corners of both empires there are historically recorded existences of a shared space between both scriptation and perennial. I myself grew in such a place, although it seems rather formal of me to provide her with her academic name. No, she was Bluebell. And she was unlike any other I have ever known. We were close through all of childhood. Neither of us wanted to become soldiers. But that's just what was expected of each bud. And, of course as each season ends with the withering of the older generation. There was no one to tell us what to do. I left to begin my studies here, in the capital. I just wish I had had the courage to... I do not believe I have much more time. Neither does our once-glorious grove. Please, if you have recovered these tapes, remember the people of Querenice. Remember the daisies.
1: For the glory of Scripta! See, I told you, there's barely any daisies left this year. Pity. The bluebells do look wonderful, though.
3: Circle Six was written and directed by Stasi Dimitrova. It was a Mount Pleasant and Better Pictures production. The Interrogator, or Colin Clark, was played by Adam Powell. Keith Lanyard was played by Harry Bunting. Ainsley Clark was played by Luca Miller. Glenna was played by Stasi Dimitrova.
1: The Field of Battle was directed by Amelia Chisholm. It was a Mount Pleasant and Better Pictures production. The Historian was played by Chloe Elliott. The Soldier was played by Logan Arneson. Wife 1 was played by Tal Manier. Wife 2 was played by Liv Powell. Our theme music was supplied by Chloe Elliott. Sound effects were supplied by Audio Library on YouTube and BBC Sound Effects. You can support Bones of the Land by following us on Twitter at Bones of the Land.